This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Being a writer and zombies. One day, a friend of mine called, emailed actually, She is an editor, but had recently been trying to find representation for a children's book she'd written with the goal of publication. Now, I know very little about writing kids' books, so I wasn't a whole lot of help. But in her email that one night, she said something that I knew oh too well. She said, I'm so frustrated. How do you writers do it? My answer? With much frustration and over many years. So I was working to get my books published for half my life. Half! over half technically by a little bit, I sent out my first queries when I was 15 years old. And though I didn't keep querying constantly for the next 10 years until I sold something, I did go back to trying at least once a year, and especially after I got married. There was one time I had just finished a manuscript, and my husband, we'd probably only been married about a year, said, now, no more writing until you try to get this one published. He was trying to be very encouraging and move me to the next step. And I was feeling high on being finished a project and convinced it was brilliant. So I said, oh, no problem. (laughs) Problem. (laughs) I am a writer, not someone who likes to write. I'm someone who has to write. And within a week, I had this other brilliant idea that I could not work on. So I would sneak into our den to write. For the first day or two when David walked in, I'd flip to the internet all like, what, me? No, I'm not writing. So that obviously didn't last long. And we had a good laugh about it. I could appreciate that he wanted to push me outside my comfort zone, away from just being a writer, and into trying to be a published writer. It was important, and it mattered to me. But not as much, never as much, as just writing. Having him beside me, reminding me to try again and again and again to get my books into the world has been invaluable. No doubt otherwise, I would just have a collection of books in my computer and nowhere else. But it's always been about the writing. So one night I took my daughter to ballet and the grandmother of one of her friends asked, oh, are you working on a book right now? So I had the pleasure of answering, I just finished one. And then adding, right now I'm editing someone else's book, and then my next deadline is July. Yay for deadlines! At this point, another mom across the room heard the conversation and piped in with, Hey, wait, what? You've written a book? Like, a book? A real one? So I love these moments in life, the ones where I get to actually, like, be a writer, where I don't celebrate my novel completion by vacuuming my kitchen or finally answering the child calling from the other room. Uh, where I don't have to get up at 5.30 to have the time with my computer, or I'm not balancing a stack of homeschool books or white fire books or dealing with inventory or taxes or royalty reports. I love those moments where it's just me and someone who doesn't know me well who realizes that, you know, wonderful, fun thing. Yes, I'm a writer. I've written a lot of books, and hey, some of them are even good. (laughs) I have a lot of them out, a lot more coming out, more in the works. I'm a writer. I fished a bookmark out of my purse that day and ran it over to this other mom who said, Ooh, you even have fancy bookmarks. So cool. And it is, right? It is so cool. It's cool to have those writer moments. And trust me, I don't get a lot of them. They are few and far between. So I soak them up when they come along. But most of my days are spent with my kids and their schooling. They're spent helping my husband run Whitefire. But I love those moments when I'm just a writer. Not everyone likes my books, that's fine. And over the years, I've learned to be okay with it. 
They're not skyrocketing bestsellers, and I'm okay with that too. I have never actually won an award, and that's also fine. Because you know what? I'm a writer. Writing a book is hard. Getting a book published can be mind-numbing and frustrating. Getting bad reviews can really bring you down, and seeing royalty reports can get depressing. But I've realized a lot that all that stuff is second. If I've never made a dime off of writing, I would still write. If I never sold another book, I would still write. It's part of who I am. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, there's the writer part. Where did the zombies come in? <laughs> so that would be now. So David and I like to watch The Walking Dead. Maybe that surprises some of you. I'm not really a lover of zombie stories, but I am a lover of well-drawn characters, and this series has some fabulous ones. I especially love how in this fictional zombie apocalypse, they're dealing with things that help define who they are at the core. So Rick, main character, hero, sheriff's deputy before the world fell apart, and a born leader. That's a role that gets better hewn in the midst of strife. So when he falters at it and loses it for a while, it's like he loses himself, and he's just an echo. There's Herschel, a vet, a farmer, and a man of faith. Though the world turns upside down, those skills help the entire group keep going, especially the last. If there's no medical emergency, no land to tend, he still needs the faith. The faith keeps them going. And though that too falters for a while, it becomes clear that if he loses it, he wouldn't be Herschel anymore. Then there's Glenn. Glenn was a delivery boy before the apocalypse. That's not who he was, it was just what he did. When everything fell apart, he had to discover who he really was. And turned out, he was a pretty capable, fearless, smart dude. The kind everyone wants on their team. The people who just had jobs in the real world get redefined. But the people who were doing what they loved and what made them who they were, that shaped them through the strife. So me. If, let's say, an EMP wiped out all technology and publishing as I know it ground to a halt, I would still write. On paper, if I had to, I'd still write. If the world descended into anarchy and we were all on the run for our lives, I'd still write. It may just be in my head, and my books might just be campfire story time, but I'd still write. It's how I cope. It's how I process. It's how I deal. It's not the only thing I am or the only thing that defines me. It's not the only thing I would always be no matter my circumstances, but it is linked to all those other things. It's a part of them, and they're a part of it. So it's kind of fun to think of, right? If life as you knew it ground to a halt, and you were stripped of your job or your house or your circumstances, who would you be? Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books, and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv podcast for other shows I know you'll love.